Howdy folks, welcome to the latest episode of Podcast Based Dungeons and Dragons! Woo! Um, we have moved location for this very special episode. Um, is this a very special episode? Yeah, well, we've made every episode. Yeah, every episode. Shut up, Ryan. We got on a bus. Oh, well. <laughs> we, you. we got on a bus and we made our way down to uh, Shea Brosnan. We are in Kells and we are here in King's House. Um, and we are going to kick it off. But first, we've got a few announcements to make. As one of you noticed, we did have a guest on the last episode. Doc from Dublin City Comics was uh, joining us as the character Arun. On the last episode, but unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances, Doc couldn't join us this week or this month on this episode. So I'm going to roll around for the first part of the session. And Are you sure he wasn't just frightened away? He wasn't frightened away. There was away, a lot actually. of no. sexual tension. There was a lot of sexual tension <laughs> um, and a lot of uh, kind of like saying, "I want a bit of that," and "I want a bit of that." So um, everyone. And thanks to that, we did have obviously thanks to Doc and Dublin City Comics, we had our first giveaway in the last episode. Uh, the winner of that giveaway was Ray Preventure, so congratulations Ray for uh, winning the kind of collected core, core rulebook set and uh, Dungeon Master Screen. We do have a giveaway in this session. Now I didn't bring it with me um, because I didn't want to look it all the way down, I have to look it all the way back home. So we are giving away, and it'll be on screen now, uh, we're giving away a copy of the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Essentials Kit. Thanks to Double City Comics. That's only a new, recent release. <clears throat> it's kind of like an updated, not an updated version of the starter kit, but it's a, it's a good in to the world of Dungeons and Dragons. And we're going to be giving that away to one lucky viewer or listener. Um, and tune in at the halfway point to find out how you can win it. There's um, someone who's a big fan of this, and their name is Blim Blosnan, and I think I think she's probably going to enter. <laughs> and it's going to be above board and fine. <laughs> yeah, I can't see anything wrong with that. So, you'll find out how to win. It's more than likely going to be probably the same as the last one. But anyway, look, we're going to give away the Essentials Kit uh, to one lucky viewer or listener, um, and we will make that announcement a couple of days after the episode goes live. We'll give you about a week or so to kind of get your entries in and watch through the episode. Um, and we'd like to thank Dublin City Comics for the continued sponsorship. Uh, you can catch them at Dublin City Comics. I want to say it's .ie, I can't remember, but DublinCityComics.ie or Figure it out, use internet. Uh, you can also go into their store on Cable Street, 103 to 104 on Cable Street in Dublin City. They are a phenomenal store. They're very supportive of the local community. It's very supportive of us and everything we do. And we want to thank them again for being our sponsor and looking after us. And Doc Thanks, will guys. be back on the next episode. We're going to make a point of scheduling it around his schedule. So we're going to be able to bring him on. And he, can, he can basically play the character. Rune is going to be with us uh, for the next couple of uh, episodes as a character. So you haven't seen the last of them, and the group will thirst over them again, once again, in the next episode. Um, so, without further ado, we're going to jump into the episode. We left off, the group had landed in the, the port town of Henrik's Point, and they had like found out that they had somehow travelled six months from their previous uh, time period into the future. And the six months had passed. The town of Breston, which they'd come from, is no longer. It's been sucked into the ground. And they are now in Henrik's point have been tasked with finding out what is basically decimating the population of the western docks and the eastern docks. Um, the whole Dockland area has been taken over by what seems to be some form of uh, narcotic. And it is rendering a lot of the population into zombies of some sort. And they have made their way to, uh, last, last, last session, Rune and Aratir and Ogan made their way to a warehouse. Uh, in the eastern docks and they discovered that this was where this particular form of narcotic was being manufactured um, and now they're back there they're back there about to attack yep. later on that evening 
Uh, for, it looks like there's more dudes around, more bad guys around, more bandits that are kind of fortifying the place. Uh, where we left off, Cody had just given the order to fire at the four guards that were at the front gate, and that's where we're going to take Can't it. believe you stopped me there. I know, yeah. <laughs> Blue balls for the entire month yeah. into, into this session. So, we're going to kick off and get straight into the action. So, you launch into, and you say fire. Right. Uh, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to roll a perception check for the bandits. Uh, there are four of them in total, so I'm going to roll for them as perception and see if they notice anything before it goes off. Just gonna... Holy cow! Oh, I don't like that. Three mm-hmm. natural ones nice. and a yeah. five. Ah. So they don't Hell see yeah. anything. Okay, so <clears throat> you had um, you had you had four members, four or five members of Captain Arun's crew yeah. with yeah. you. And they were they had ready their aim and you just give them those and it's literally fum, 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 and the four guards go down silently in the night. Just drop their bodies drop and you hold your breath and you wait. To see who comes. There's nothing. Okay. Okay. Uh, you then hear <coughs> the harbour master and his group move up, start to move up on the side, a room follows. Um, and the rest of the team follow up. Uh, we want to get a marching order here, so I need everyone to, to kind of pick a placement in the running order where you are, where you would like to be positioned. We're not going into initiative yet because there's no, we're gonna, you're gonna try and make your way into this area if that's what you want to do, but we need to figure out what we're doing from this point in. I'm a hang back. You're gonna hang back. Yeah. Right. This always curses me, but I'm gonna sneak easy to the front. What a surprise. Yeah. As usual, stealthy, stealthy. I'm up on his shoulders. You're gonna stay on Norman's shoulders. Yeah, for now. Okay. So, okay. so your nose is not working. You're hanging back as well. No. So I take it hour or two, you wanna be front and center. Yeah. He's got yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna take my axe out and uh, I don't know, myself and Arun, should we be like front and center? Arun's gonna be up front as well. Yeah, yeah. Because that's pretty much his uh, his his uh, kind of way. Um, I don't know, just bring up this How does he feel about me? What? How does he feel about me? I can't comment on that. I'm just rolling. I'm rolling the dice for this character. I am not the character. I meant as a leader. Should we play him through there before we go in? No, oh, exactly. no, our intentions are very clear. <laughs> so, just to, just to jog your memory on the room stance, he is <coughs> he is pretty much only ever interested in talking to Aratir because he sees Aratir as being as the same equal. race, so an equal. So also he sees he sees Aratir as our leader. Um, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because of the fact that she's half orc like yeah. him, yeah. Um, and we also had that little combat last episode in Orcish. Exactly. So, so be aware that Arun doesn't trust anyone that is, is not of orcish nature or race anyone that seems to be like of the race that are part of his crew. His crew is mainly made up of half orcs and there's one or two goblins in there as well. Yeah. There's a tiefling and it's a mixed bunch. Oh yeah, there's a real ugly tiefling, isn't there? Yeah, but there's no there's no humans. So Right, so the you're heading up the front, the room's yeah. up there with you. The harp you're at uh, Cody, where are you? Where do you want to go? With them. So you're still with so the, the group are coming up on the side, they're sneaking up towards the building. Okay. You are in front behind the barricades that you yes. found, found yourself. So do you want to merge with them? Do you wanna make your way over with the with the four guys that you have? Uh yes. 
but I'm not going to worry too much. <coughs> they're behind me by quite a bit. I'm going to make for the. You're making. The, you're making for the gate. You're not making to meet up with the group. No, I, I presume we will meet up. When we okay. Get you you, you actually make it across. And what's your travel distance? The travel distance is sorry. It's not really going to make effect because this is it's mainly in combat. It'll be on the first page there. Uh, you have speed uh, at the top, up at the top there. Armor class initiative and speed. What's, what uh, what species are you? You're half elf. Then it'd be turn it forty feet. Right. Um, so you make it across to the gate. Uh, you make it. It's on the first page, so it's all right. Um, it's 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 if you're looking forward, it's, it's just in the center of the page. You have armor class initiative and speed. Oh, thirty feet. Okay. Right. Okay. But that's generally in combat, so I'm going to allow you to make it to the gate before everyone else. Right. Um, I need you to roll a perception check. Okay. What you get? Six. Six. <laughs> you don't see or make out anyone around. Um, Do you have any organizing bombs? No. Sorry. Uh, nine. Nine, yeah. You don't see anything around. There doesn't seem to be any more guards in the area. Uh, you had noticed previously that after it was pointed out to you that the section where Ogden made their, made his way into the into the warehouse yeah, has now been boarded up. Right, yeah. So, um, the the gate seems to be the only entrance. Um, where where what do you want to do now? Do you want to try the gate? Do you want to wait for the crew to come up? I'll wait for the crew. Okay. Um, after about a minute or so, Aratir and Rude arrive next to you, uh, and the harbor master with his men following up behind. Uh, and then, I've got the Arun five. <laughs> oh, you have like two minutes for the first bad dad joke in the, the session. Oh. <coughs> we'll let it slide because it's your house. Alright? Yeah. You, you can your... kick me out. Of um. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, your mouth. Oh, God, that moves with daggers. <laughs> Will we just, I think, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Is that it? There's that album in this. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm finding it a bit hard to breathe, so. Oh, Kim, Kim, Kim. I think we're having to do an Take album on. of, like, D&D themes covers. Song. I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, back to it. Back to it. The group arrive all together at the gate, um, and Arun reaches out and just kind of pushes on it. It opens. Never decided it's not locked. Okay. Ooh. It's not locked. Should we be worried about the fact that it's not locked? I don't like that it's not locked. No. I presume they either deactivated it, emptied it, or um, everybody's dead for some mysterious reason. Uh, but I'm uh, I'm willing cautious. to sneak and, and see what's up. You, you want to sneak in ahead? It's a trap. Um, <laughs> look at his face. I'm like, I know I shouldn't look at you, but I'm like, he's like, do you want to? <laughs> 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 it's a poker face that bad. For a DM, that should be the case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invested, what can I say? Yeah. So, um, do you want to sneak ahead? Yes. I'm going to tell the orcs. I'll come up behind you. To just hang on a second. Okay. And I'm going to do a, do a peek, oh. peek, peek, and a backy back bag. <laughs> So you just want to see if the place is empty or not, to see if the place has got a giant beholder in it or not. I'm just literally going to see what I can see and, and come back for my uh, uh, actual team. Okay. 
Fuck. Look at his face! <laughs> I, if you want, I, I could crawl up and have a look at the window. This is just, uh, right now, Ogan, all you see in front of you is the gate, and there's mm-hmm. a large fence that had tarp all over. You cannot see in. Yeah. The building, as you would know, because you were in the building yeah. the last time, um, uh, under the under your proxy of Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, it, the building is a bit far back because the actual yard itself is filled with box, was filled with boxes, and it was, it's kind of a higgledy-piggledy bit of a maze with a couple of guards building mm-hmm. about the front. So you can't actually get to the building from where you are. You'd have to get in and then crawl. Right. Um, so, Cody... Basically, and then quickly goes. Mm-hmm. What you see Uh-oh. is a yard where previously you obviously weren't there before, but you have been told by Owen described, that yeah. it was described as being filled with different boxes. The boxes have now been cleared for the most part to have a central column directly towards the building. And in that central section of the yard, there is about 12 to 15 bandits. All standing, looking directly at the gate, armed, ready and waiting. Okay. Just picture that scene from Big Trouble Little China when Jack Burton basically opens the opens the shutter, sees all the dudes, and goes. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much what you just did. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, what do you want to say to the group? Um. <coughs> I want to say too low, but um, I'm just going to tell them what I saw and let them see what they think their odds are. Now the Yorks are pretty happy. You've got pretty good numbers against them. Yeah. You have you have yourselves, Yeah. and you have the Harbour Master and his four guys. Yeah, and the Arun five. The Arun five. And Arun. Arun will be with the leader of the Arun five. He's one of the five. So you have good numbers against these yeah. guys, as far as you can tell. All you saw was roughly between 10 to 15 bandits that make out that area. So do, uh, do the team feel confident they want to take down these Jamos? Yeah, it's about one to one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't just, think uh, just let me clean it. Yeah, I just want to psych myself up a bit myself. and cast uh, Barkskin on myself. You're casting what? Barkskin. Barkskin. The last one ever. But it's just like... So you look like, and you see Ogan's little frame where this little frilly clothes... Ogan turns into Groot. <laughs> <laughs> basically, just all of a sudden you see the kind of the, 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 the clothing kind of not so much melts away, but the skin underneath and the fur underneath hardens. And then you see these out of the sleeves, it's like these sharp, jagged edges. And the odd leaf pops up every now and again. And a little flower hops up in his hair. Wouldn't have had it any other way. And it's just like, <laughs> and you just see him hard, but he's just like, ready. He's psyching like, okay, so himself. Are we ready? We don't do this. Should we maybe cause some kind of diversion? Yeah, well, they saw me, so I presume they're coming to work. Let me see if they saw you actually. Hang on a second. The first line of. One of them saw you. Okay. Uh, you you hear it. from the far side, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw something at the gate. Something at the gate, did you hear it? No, it's four guys out there. Five. Um, I would like to capture him. Uh, I presume he's going to bring his friends. So uh, I would like to get one person out of this melee. I would like to get one person alive. But other than that, I'm not bothered. Yeah. <coughs> okay, so. What do we think? What's, team? The, what's the building behind the courtyard made out of? It's behind the yard. It's it's like a wooden shack. 
It's, it's like it's two floors to that's, it. That's yeah, that's the main one. Okay. How how far away would that be from us roughly? Uh, if you were to put it in feet? About 120 feet. That works. Um, <laughs> the, the yard, the yard itself, in front of it, that's, the yard, the yard in front of it is generally it's it's about 120 feet to from the gate to the front door of this warehouse. That works. Um, right. Uh, before we, so obviously we're kind of looking at the gate. The building is behind it. Obviously we can't, I can't see. You, you've sorry. got no line of sight. You can see the top of the building. You've got no line of sight of the people on the far side. Yeah, that's fine. I only need to see the building. Um, right. I'm going to cast uh, Eldritch Ledger Domain. Um, which, uh, one of the effects that I can do, and I can do three of these at once. Yeah. So one of the effects that I can do is create illusory writing in, uh, glowing ichor up to two feet tall. Okay. So I'm going to, uh, conjure that on the building, uh, on the side of it, uh, facing into the courtyard, um, that, uh, says, it's going to say, <coughs> got you. Right. <laughs> um, and as the other two effects, I can set off two instantaneous but harmless loud sensory effects. Okay. And they are going to be uh, two exploding fireworks on either side of it. Okay. <laughs> right. So, um, so you're you're you. That's what you've done now. You cast that straight away. You haven't told anyone you're doing this. You're just going to do it. Oh yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> All you hear is like the, the sound of fireworks from on the far side of the, the, the fencing or the gate. And you, and you just hear the, what's that? What the hell? What's going on? And he's like, hey, over there. He's sat on the side of the building. Can you read it? No, I can't read. Can you read? <laughs> yeah, I can read it, I think. Now would be, now would be <laughs> the time. Go, go. Hey, <laughs> John, guys, go, go, go. Um, we're gonna go, 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 go. You're a little distracted. Arun basically like, right, let's go. <laughs> Boots in, the, the, two, the two gates swing open. Uh, you run in. On, the hallelujah. forward. And everyone goes in. Um, and you do catch the majority of the guys off guard. Um, you see them. Two of them at the front. Aren't affected by it. They don't. They don't turn around. They're too close to the gate. They would. One of them would have been the guy who was moving forward to the center, yeah, to what he saw. Right. And so there are two moving in the general direction towards you. The rest of them are kind of off, and they've all turned and are looking at the building. And they hear you all charge in, and they start to turn around. And you never want to roll initiative. Come on, new dice. Not twenty. <gasps> Whoa! Not, I got a not twenty as well. Oh. Eleven. Okay, one second, hold, hold, hold your piss. Hold your wish. Uh, okay. Okay, so we have normal with a natural 20. Who is the highest dex? Who is the higher dexterity? I take it it's um, all. My dex is 13. Your dex is. Oh, I think I might actually be higher. Um, That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mine is 15. Holy there you go. Nora's first. Holden. So we've got two of these guys got 17. I got 17. 19. Se- 19. Nice! Uh, Jill? 11. 11. So 19, so we have Loran. And. What did her room roll? I'm going to roll from now. Okay. Uh, room rolled 11. So, uh, sorry, uh, Cody? Uh, 17. 17. Anna, so what's your dexterity? It's pretty high, probably, isn't it? Cody, your dex? 
What's your dexterity? It is 16. It's pretty high. You check these bandits, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus five. So, Cody. And then we have two bandits. Uh, and what's his net where? Arrow's here? It was 11, did you say, wasn't it? Arrow's 11. 11. Yeah. Uh, there's one bandit ahead of you, and then it's yourself. And your, what's your dex? Uh, 16. 16. Uh, let's bring up Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for... Oh, okay. Jurassic 5 actually rolled a 19. Nice. <laughs> You're upgrading. Right, so, and I'm going to roll collectively for the two groups of lads. Uh, Big battle. Okay, so they're actually gonna go last. Around five. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Norman, what do you would you like to do first? Um as um, my free action I want to uh Telepathically jump into Cody's head for a second. Yeah. Oh. Um, now I would like everyone to project their voices on this, and hopefully the microphones can pick everyone. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, first action, I jump into Cody's head for a second. Which one did you want alive? He is the closest one to you, so he's, he's the nearest to you, right in front of you. Um, the smartest looking one. Uh, I'm. So there's one right in front of me. Yeah. He is the one that hurt. That saw you. Formless, although he did see me. Yeah, him. Right. Uh, I cast suggestion. Okay. So you have to beat the wisdom saving throw of 14. Fail. Um, so that means I get to give him one command that he has to follow. Okay. For up to eight hours. Right. <laughs> Lie down in the corner and do nothing. Right. That takes him out of the row. That's actually the first banded up. So he is now out of the initiative <laughs> row. So he. He basically stiffens. He stiffens and kind of looks to one side, and his eyes are kind of looking around, going, "What the hell's going on?" And he, he just basically jerks across and beside one of the crates that's covered, lies down, and that's it. He's there. Um, so he's out of the initiative order. Uh, Grant. Okay. Uh, that's your free action. No, that was that was. Oh, uh, yeah, that was your action. Was your free action was the mind talk. Throw. Yeah. Um, mind talk thing. Uh, is that the end of your go? You don't want to move or anything. You're staying where you are. Um, You're at the back with the round. Yeah, Everyone is kind of to stay where I am. Grand. Uh, we are now into Odin. So, um, what, what, uh, what's, how close are the men to us? So, you're up on Norman's shoulders. Yeah. So, you have everyone on your team and your group are in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then you have two guys in front of them. Well, one guy now who's now looking pretty fucking confused. <laughs> and then you have behind him, you've got a, a group of about 12 bandits that are kind of all starting to turn with weapons drawn to realise that you're all at the front after being distracted. The, the closest guy is about less than 30 feet, right? Yeah, the closest guy, I'd say, if yeah, if, depending on how far back Norman is from the group, how far back is Norman from the group? Um, I was, I imagine like we would probably have all funneled in. You would have all funneled in, yeah. Probably, um, I, given that we haven't fully dispersed yet, I'd imagine right behind them. You're right behind them, just inside the gate. Yeah. So he's about, I'd say he's easily within 30 feet. Right, cool. I'm gonna hock up a Louis of Flame and 
fire at one person, produce flame, but my own unique style, like so. Is that is that an instant hit or was there? It is. I have, to make, I have to make an attack roll. You make an attack roll. So uh, has that improved or is it still? No. So it's um, still would be well, you're, it's gone up by one. By one. So it was four. So I I have a plus five to this. So uh, seventeen. That hits. Deadly. It is um, D eight as far as I know. Give me a sec. I know. Is there a modifier to that or a uh, no it's just it's just the eight. Um yeah, one the eight. Yeah. One the eight damage, yeah. Which is for his own special way of packing the balloon. And it just two. Two. So you basically over the crowd and you just see hits him straight in the chest. He's like, ah, ah! He freaks out, moves back, and takes two damage. Uh, yeah. Uh, we are now into the ramp. Um, so for my main <coughs> I would like to cast this guy's self as one of the bandits because Loran doesn't want to fight too much. Okay. Um, so essentially he wants to merge in with them once this guy's self is kind of cast. Okay. And then... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no, he's going to stay out of the way, don't worry. What did uh, I kill you? He was. He was. So give him hand signals. Are you... Are you... Dabbing. <laughs> he sees one band in the middle is dabbing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> one of, but then the other bandits look at you and they're like, ah, he knows our creed. And they <laughs> so are you going to move forward or what? what are you After staying with? this guy's self. After this, so on your next yeah. turn? Yeah. Okay. But so as you... a bonus action then, I want to cast Bardic Inspiration on our tier. Good stuff. So. Okay. Whoa! Mm. What? You're using Bardic Inspiration! I know! <laughs> You're using the thing your class does. I know. What does it do to Arthur? It gives you uh, an extra d6 on any of your upcoming rolls. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh. This is what parts are for in combat. Yeah. She's literally, she's literally in the corner singing "Toss a Coin to Your Work." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full-on power chord version as, as you're going for it. Like, so. yeah. I think I think it lasts for like ten minutes as well. Uh, yeah, which is yeah. A, which is a pretty long turn in combat so, as well. So, so basically, like any time you uh, make a roll for the next like ten turns. Uh, if you don't like the roll, you can basically go, I'm using that, and you add a d6 to it. Right. it. No, you can only use it once. Well, yeah. Ten, it's within 10 minutes, but you can only add 1d6. 1d6 yeah. per, the, the bar is on you for 10 minutes. Right. Yeah, so, but you can only use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you can only so roll 1d6. So, so say if I use a chap roll and I rolled terribly. Yeah. yeah you can add, at that point, I can add it. I don't have you to have say, to, you roll, add yeah, it you before I No, you roll a d6 and go, right, I'm going to take that in. Yeah. yeah. So you, you choose whatever you want to roll the d6. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. So that's uh, end of the round. It was Jurassic Five. We're, um, we're all just like, who's that one bandit who came in with us? <laughs> They're starting to outflank us. It's like Han Solo when he runs into the stormtroopers. Yeah. Like, uh, hey guys, how's it going? Uh, no, yeah. everything's fine here. How are you? How are you? <laughs> um, Jurassic is gonna. Uh, uh, What's his real name? Uh, it's. You can't remember, can you? <laughs> it's Jurassic Five. It's Jurassic, I can't remember his name. <laughs> I don't. I forgot his character sheet. His name so, is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. So Robert Paulson. Uh, no, it's actually Lance Reddick is the voice. So I mean, like that's who he is. It's pretty much Lance Reddick from John Wick, um, or from Destiny if you play Destiny. Um, so uh, Jurassic uh, runs up to the bandit that's been hocked the loogie on and just goes for an attack with his uh, his large curved blade. Uh, that Wait, is... does it curve to the left or right? Uh, it depends <laughs> on what way he's swinging it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's an 18, the natural 18, so that definitely hits. Uh, uh, Sintar is going to be. 
Close tree to hit, 1d6. So that totally would have gotten So that's 5 damage to that bandit. So. That bandit, that bandit's looking hurt. He's like been spat on and he's on fire and he's now getting cut across the chest. He's like, <laughs> and he's like looking around to see where the fuck is everyone else going because he's just fighting these guys by himself. Um, it's now into Cody. Okay, I am going to. <coughs> I reckon that guy's messed up enough. Oh, he's fucked. Yeah, he's I'm looking gonna, pretty beat. I'm gonna move deftly, as is my want. Yeah. And I'm gonna stitch a loaf to someone while uh, bow and arrow on someone else. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you're gonna have to move uh, past him. Yes. And you are within range. There's a, there's a there's two people two guys coming up behind. Right. Him. So um, I need you. So you're gonna try and hit two people at once. Do you have multi attack? Uh yes I do. I uh, okay. well I've yeah I've uh, yes I can do extra actions while attacking. I can do a sneak attack or cunning action. The sneak attack is only done when uh, one of your allies is flanking another. So you could do a sneak attack on the guy who's hurt. Mm. If you want, and, mm-hmm. and or if you're moving into a, to it, there's nobody else up there with you. Okay. So I'll allow you to definitely attack one of them. Right. Um, but I'm not going to do that if the other one's so close. So maybe I'll just uh, go in with two daggers. Two daggers to one of the. You're going to you're going to skip past the guy who's injured and yeah. go to the first guy that you see yeah. with two daggers. Uh, no, there's two of them side by side, isn't there? There are two of them side by side. <laughs> but you can't attack two targets at once. Ah. You, that's that's considered. I mean, I uh, really. I mean, I went to Stabbing Academy and they told me I could be anything is. I wanted to be. It would be, it would be out of penalty. Yeah, that's the thing. I have to add a penalty. Well, so. why don't I just tell you what? I tell you what. I tell you what I'll do. Because right? oh, oh. you want to have a bit of flair. I'll allow you to 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 throw a loaf at one of them right. and bow an arrow at another. Yeah. Roll with disadvantage. Roll with disadvantage. Roll. Okay. So D20 twice and take. Roll D20 twice and take the lowest score. Okay. Okay. 16. Oh, good luck here. You've got all your stuff. All my glossy stuff. So yeah. I've got a, a. Maybe your agility plus 10. Adding my agility. Which is. Or dexterity. Dexterity, dexterity. Yeah, okay. Add my dex, so plus 5. Yeah, you got it. Okay. These, these guys have an AC that's hittable for this particular situation. Um, so you you run in, you 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 you, you slip past the guy who's pretty much on fire and cut the pieces by Jurassic and uh, you come in on the two that are coming up behind him and uh, you move in deftly as they try to kind of swing their blades down at you you come up you nut one guy in the nose and then you kind of quickly go like like full on Legolas yeah. like green leaf thing and you fire an arrow roll for damage. Um, you want to relo- roll a melee hit for the headbutt, and you want to roll your weapon attack um, damage for the for the arrow. Okay. So your your basic melee hit would be something like probably a d6 plus one or something. D6 plus one. But check it; it's on your it's on your card sheet. It is. Uh, it is. Sorry, It'll be on the front there. Should be. Mm-hmm. Just your melee hit. So under in the center column. Oh, no. Right, just point it out there. Thank you. This one here. Ah, uh, okay. One arm strike. Okay. Yeah, sorry, one arm strike will be Perfect. really Alright, four. Four, that's fine. So that bandit takes four points of damage. And second one for the arrow hit. For the arrow is one to six plus three. <coughs> 
Ooh, that's good. Uh, it's uh, eight. Eight. Um, uh, the guy with the blood, the blood he's like, oh! he cracks his nose, it's like blood <laughs> splash, and he like, staggers backwards. The other guy, you get full on in the chest. And he did the, the, the arrow goes deep and he stumbles backwards, he's like, ah, gripping the arrow shaft. Um, uh, that's the end of your go? Yeah. Yep. And um, we are now into the bandits out of action. Then we have the other bandit who is nearest, who is the guy who is in bits. He's going to take a swing at Jurassic. Sorry, DM, I can disengage. I can fall back, can't I, to be ready for the As a bonus course. action, you can yeah. disengage. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that. Okay, so you're moving back. Yeah, just to... Out, out of their range. That's fine, yeah. You don't get an accurate. You're a rogue, so you don't get. They don't get an attack, attack of opportunity on okay, it. You okay. can choose to disengage the bonus action. Um, that's thirteen. Jurassic has. Uh, as far as I'm aware, his AC is fourteen. So that's fourteen. So that does not hit. Um, so the the guy who's in ribbons has been cut and flamed. He's like he slashes out and just steps and says like, huh, laughs at him. And um, now we are into the bandit that you've arrowed. And um, he is going to move forward and take an attack on yourself. And um, what? Yeah. What is your AC? Your armor, armor class? My armor class. Darren, the show armor class on the first page. There, first step. Yeah. Is here. 14. 14, okay. Um, and that is a 18. So that hits. And um, basically comes slashing out with a shin target. Like, coming towards you, catching you across your armor, and does three points of damage to you. And um, um, the other guy now, it's now into Aratir. Oh, yeah. How many baddies are left? Also. Well, they're starting to swell forward, so in total... Oh, this blood makes me want to breathe. Oh! Yes! <laughs> I, I, yeah. I used my, uh, I switched my glowing neon writing, and now it's blood. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so there, it, none of the bad guys have been taken down, apart from the guys lying down. Yeah, over so, so the there's crates. a few of them that are a bit fucked. Uh, the guy that's in front of the Jurassic is pretty fucked. Then you have the guy that's uh, with, with uh, Cody, who's been, he got, still got an arrow sticking out of his chest. And the other guy is kind of reeling back from a broken nose. You also have the remainder of the fellas who are surging forward. Okay. Um, so there are a, a selection of people coming towards you. Okay, so the ones who are fucked too far away from me are The one with Jurassic is right in front of you. Okay. Not far from you. And Cody's guy is about, he's only about, not even 20 feet away. Maybe 10, 10, 15 feet away. So I could skip those two guys on yeah. the basis that they're less of a threat mm-hmm. at the moment. And yeah. go for somebody who's more able-bodied. Yeah, uh, behind, so the guy that's in the broken nose, behind him there's about four guys. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to use my trusty battle axe. Yeah. And I am going to. I don't have multi attack. I have two weapon fighting. Yeah, that's the music. So we yield two weapons. You can only attack once it's an action. Um. But okay. With, uh, with, with rage, you do get significant bonuses too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am going to take my trusty battle axe after that next guy. So you um, move forward, you skip past the, the oh, yeah. people that are engaged currently Death in the fight. Yeah, you just basically, everyone just sees Aratir moving swiftly through the crowds towards the oncoming four people. And yeah. um, which one of the four do you want to pick? There are two right next to each other, there's two kind of flanking on either side of them. So you're literally going directly into these four guys. Just like Aratir can't just... Yeah, If it was a video game, it would be, but D&D doesn't allow for that type of monarchy. Yeah. Yeah. doesn't exist anymore. No, there, used, there yeah. used to be one in the previous edition, there used to be a cleave attack. You know that you need the standard action. Can you... Can you do that and then your your weapon 
thing or works out. An action will be an attack. So yeah. you're you're choosing to you're, you've got your movement and you've got an action. Right. As yeah. a as a barbarian, like you, rogues would have a bonus action. Yeah, yeah. That type yeah. of thing. Well, my, you know, monks my, would have we have to spend key my points. My bonus action is my um, spiky armor. That's allowed. So yeah. that's you could you could do an attack and then your bonus action. So you okay, could, cool. You could smack one of them with the axe <coughs> and then <coughs> show the barge. Yeah, yeah, that's what want. I was thinking. Yeah? So I'm gonna so I'm gonna go left, the guy who's on my left. So on your left, yeah. Me. There's, there's oh, two main on the guys left. here, okay. two main guys here, and then two flanking them on either side. Yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna go for the left guy. Right. Swing the battle axe at him. Okay, roll for an attack. I always have to retrain myself. Yeah. How do I do this again? Oh, eight. No. You have to add something to that. You also have bardic inspiration if you wish. Oh, yeah, I do. And. <laughs> <laughs> So hang on. <coughs> that was a. Oh, that's annoying. Nine. Uh, nine plus rage three. Twelve plus. Strength? No. Well, no, you, you hit on a twelve. Huh? Right? Their AC is twelve. So okay. you hit with twelve. Okay, cool. So roll damage on the battle axe. And remember, you're raging, so you get to uh, check your rage bonus, but you get to add to the, for your rage bonus. Okay, so that's D6 for my damage, yeah. Yeah. Just check it, is the battle axe D6? Uh, oh, it's D8? Yeah, I figured it, was, it wasn't a D6, it was higher. Yeah. Oh, D8 plus 3 slashing plus rage, which is 3. And what's part of the inspiration? Give so the, I got 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Plus 6. No, the plus 6 is for the roll, so the hit. You don't get the add the six to the damage. Oh, okay. Plus six would have been for the hit. Okay. So whatever. What, so you. So I hit. You hit him with a damage of eight. Eight. That's crunchy. Oof. Oof. He's looking hurt. He. And uh, and as a, a bonus action, I'm gonna show him with my spiked armor. You got the same guy. Oh yeah. Same guy. So roll the the hit. Uh, Did you have the bonus action? One d four plus strength modifier and piercing damage. Did you have to roll the hit or not? Uh, you need bonus action to make one melee weapon strike with your armor. Yeah, so you do have to roll to hit on yeah. that. So he's, 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 you hit him with eight, he's looking hurt. So, I need to so do... you need to roll again to see if you hit him if he gets out of the way of this one. So roll to hit again. Did you use your bardic, did you roll, d20, did you use the bardic inspiration for the last hit? No, no. I didn't. Okay. You still eight. have that. Okay, so I rolled an eight with, for the armor spike attack. And what's close to your modifier? The, sorry, the strength modifier, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so eight, eleven, and rage. No, that's no. so 11. 11. Um, that does miss if you want to use the Bardic Inspiration here. You can roll a d6 and add to it to hit him, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it. All good decisions start with pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Three, you definitely hit him now. You just needed one extra. <laughs> the AC is 12, you're rolling an 11. So you basically, everyone who sees Arateer rage forward, scream, Rah! rush forward with the battle axe come cleaving down this guy, hit him straight in the chest, pull out the battle axe and the shoulder barge him, and you just see him fly and hit across the goal, flying across the, the yard, and hit one of the crates, <clears throat> and slopes down, just fucking dead. Like, dead. Just, and you just see this ooze, just blood just gushing out of where the axe <coughs> is in the chest. Is, is there any of him left on the spikes? There's a bit of there's oh a bit of gore. There's a bit of gore. gore you do like... you do see like an imprint of both the axe and then right next to it there's puncture wounds on the armor. <laughs> and this guy is like boom, pushed back. You, you um, kept like a finger. Barter <laughs> like two handed backpacks <laughs> open the air. <laughs> like she's I having a check for that one. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was crazy. I don't think those guys get paid enough. Let me see, there's three guys around you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna roll. They're pretty fucking intimidated. Um, the three guys around they're you kind of just like, they kind of just take a step back a bit and they kind of look at each other. And just, this is like huge barbarian orc woman. This is like half orc woman. Shit. Like they see their buddy just get plastered and creamed across the crate. And they're just like, she's holding her after there and they're like, um, and now it is now into a room. He is going to rush forward. Does he look aroused? <laughs> <laughs> he looks. He looks impressed. Okay. He looks Do- impressed. Does his battle axe rise? <laughs> <laughs> now, apologies for this. Uh, I need to. Lie in the corner. <laughs> With the bandit. <laughs> so I have a room card sheet. So I'm now going to roll for a room. <coughs> Rube runs forward mm-hmm. and he is going to go up to the guy that he's going to run to the guy who has a busted nose, reach out, put his hand on him, and inflict wounds. That fucking hits. Yeah, I love it, Mr. Magic doing magic now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, inflict wounds is a spell? It's a yeah, spell. Yeah. He, put, he lays his hand on it to touch. And uh, it's basically 3d10. Mr. Ooh, doing magic. He's doing magic. He doesn't like your magic, human. <laughs> you, you watch as the bandit screams in pain as a rude, large, orc, half orc hand covers his face. And you just see this bright light burn from Ooh. underneath. This bright green light burns from underneath. And it just hears you smell searing flesh, and he pushes him down into the ground as he drops. And then he just turns, picks up his his, his hand axe, and turns towards the next uh, thing. So that's one bandit down. Aaron's oh. really turned on there. <laughs> <laughs> Nor- uh, Norman- Norman's interest has faded. Yeah. <laughs> no, Norman smells the searing flesh and starts licking his lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bandit down. Uh, and that's yeah, Aaron's yeah, yeah. turn. It now goes into the bandit that is. To the the band the two the three bandits that are left in front of Arbiter. Yeah. The rest of the bandits are starting to move forward as well and start to move towards towards you guys. Okay. Um, and the bandit that is to your left takes an attack on you very timidly. Um, what's your AC? Um, give me, give me. my armor class eighteen. Eighteen. Plus um, I'm raging. Yeah, no, Base. they don't hit. Um, he takes Base. a. Base. He basically still intimidated by what the, the what he sees like. <laughs> And just kind of like swings wide as you're still swinging your battle axe over your head. He's too intimidated by the fact that this hulking uh, Amazonian or half orc is now just beating the shit out of one of his buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, then the guy next to him is going to take another attack on you. Uh, that's a natural 20. Sorry, we had a spill. <laughs> uh, it's a natural 20. So uh, they could be. are all going for me now. Well, you're, you've three around. You've got the most dudes around you. Uh, <laughs> in the video, <meantime, laughs> we have a spillage on aisle two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'll he comes in, it's a natural 20, so that hits. Um, now, it's, he's, the stream tower is not going to do a hell of a lot of damage to you, so uh, 1d6 plus uh, 5. So that's 10 points of damage into you. Um, and then the other bandit to the other side is now going to come in. After seeing his buddy be a bit more you know, ballsy and actually hit you, he's going to take a swing. And that is a 2. So that's nothing. So he comes in swing, and still swings wide. Um, so that's that bandit. It's now into the first member of the room five, who is going to run forward and um, 
The guy that's standing in front of the Jurassic, he's basically going to take a swing at him. And that is a tree. He misses, comes down, swings wide. Because um, Jurassic, he's still kind of reading back from Jurassic in the face. The next guy again is going to take it. another swing. That's a 19. That hits. And he's going to roll. And he's down. So that bandit's down as well. And making my notes here. And the next member of the roof is going to move forward. And the guy that missed you, Aratir, he's going to take a swing at him. And that is going to hit. And that is four points of damage. I've just taken 14 points of damage. I just, I just like to add in the last couple of minutes. 14? You said 10. 10. Plus 4. No. Well, someone else, someone somebody else. else just hit me and, and took 10 points and you just took 4. From the next guy. No, no, no. That guy didn't hit you. He hit the... You said Aritir there. So the, I was like, yeah, no, Aritir, he hit the guy next to you. Oh. Uh, so he just hit the guy next to you, took four points of damage off him, so that brings yeah, him to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the next, he's going to come in, the other guy's going to come around your side, and the, the, the fella that hit yeah. you with a, 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 a natural 20, he's going to take a swing at him. Uh, that's a two, he misses. And then the final member of the uniform is going to come up and hit the guy who missed you again, the second the last guy who missed you. Yeah. Sure that is a natural 20. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he's not he's not dabbing, is he? He's not dabbing. Okay, good. He's not good. dabbing, no, no, no. So this is a uh, natural twenty. Yeah, that's five. So he hits him for ten points of damage. Ooh. This he basically comes in, slashes down, and um, this really burly um, female orc, the half orc that he fancies, is after being hit, so he wants to be impressed. So he comes in and hits the guy and takes takes a massive swing, coming straight down across the guy, cuts his armor, cleaves it across the chest, the guy stumbles back, you see a gush of blood, he looks what? I thought you weren't going to comment on a room preferences. That wasn't a room. That oh, was that one of the room five. Oh, one, okay. of the, one of the one subordinates. The lesser, okay. the lesser guys, okay. like a, like the NPCs of NPCs. This guy doesn't okay. even have a name. But he's also an orc. What is his name? What? Right? What is his name? He doesn't have a name. Oh. He's the orc with no name. I was trying to put. Oh wow. Uh, Shit. Um, the so, guy, the guy that the guy that missed was the uh, the really ugly TV. Uh, What's his name? Uh, I gave him a name actually, the last one, didn't I? You did, yeah. I think I did. Um, anyway, so that band is down. Right, so next we have the Harbour Master guys are all archers. So they're going to basically stand back and they are going to let off a volley of arrows. So I'm going to do them as a group because it, or for, level, you know, for expediency here. They're going to aim at the group of guys that are behind, that are coming in from yeah. the rear. Okay. Uh, 12 hits. Uh, Two of them hit, and they're going to take okay, six, and that is ooh, uh, seven. So two bandits at the back, and you see the arrows hit in. One of them gets it in the neck, and one of them gets it in the shoulder. And then we are now back to the top of the order to Norman. Back to Norman. All right. Um, so if I'm keeping count right, that's... So one bandit out in terms of <coughs> yep. he's lying down, and Aratir killed one. Yeah, Aratir. So it's four dead. Uh, one bandit lying down. Aratir mm-hmm. killed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's two dead. Two dead. Oh yeah. <coughs> and one, one lying down. A couple more fucked. No. Yeah, fuck. a couple, couple of lads pretty fucked. Fucked. Yeah, pretty okay. fucked. Right. Uh, um, I'm going to. Uh, are there any of them clumped up? At the back, they're coming in towards the guys that were closest to the entrance of the warehouse. Mm-hmm. You do notice uh, roller perception. <coughs> <you did. coughs> 
Okay, it's kind of hard. You're looking that's over. A, that's the a thing. twenty, but not a nat. Not a nat. You do notice the two of them have disengaged from the combat at the back and are now running back into the warehouse. Okay. Oh. Um. Ooh. Okay, so uh, the 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 doorway into the warehouse uh, at, at the back of the yard, yeah. Yeah. Um. So we're <coughs> talking probably like. How big are we talking? The door. Yeah, it's a double. It's a double door that opens into the warehouse. It looks like it's something that you could definitely get a wagon through. Okay. It's so at least it's at least fifteen feet high and about twenty feet wide. Cool, cool. So. And both double doors are open. You can see into the warehouse. Cool. With that road, you can see into the warehouse. You can kind of see rows of crates on shelves inside. Similar to what Odin would have described. I'm gonna do something stupid. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. We wouldn't have it any other way, normally. Uh, I uh, am going to point above the warehouse door. <coughs> okay. And I cast create bonfire. On the warehouse door? Yes. You're gonna. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, You're going to. There is, there is no roll for me yeah. associated with that. Um, anyone within. Uh, anyone in a, a five square feet of it. Yeah. Uh, in a five square feet cube. Yeah. Uh, has to make a dexterity check or else they take uh, 1d8 damage and anything flammable is ignited. What's the AC? Um, the uh, dexterity check is 14. They both succeed. Okay, so uh, no, I don't know if that means they take half damage or if they... They won't do, they take half damage. So no, they might. Well, they I thought they... generally dexterity checks, if you yeah, succeed, you take half oh, damage. No, they avoid it. Really? Yeah. That's a rarity. Uh, however, uh, anything uh, flammable is ignited. The wood of the building definitely within the doorway takes takes hold, and you now see a flaming kind of archway as the fire starts to spread uh, because the building is made of wood. But nothing within the doorway. You don't see anything else take fire. Oh yeah, yeah. I just wanted to set the doors on fire. Right. Well, the doors were open, so it's the frame of the door and the walls of the building at the front have caught fire. Some of the bandits do turn and they're like, "Fuck," you know. So. Yep. Is that the end of your go? Uh, yes, I believe so. There's nothing else I want to do. So two of them were heading out towards the door, and Norman lit them on fire. No, lit the door on fire. Norman, Norman failed to no, light them on fire. No, I mean you lit the door on fire to to dissuade them from going out the door. Yes, or they were going. They were going into the warehouse. So they were going into the warehouse. Through the, so they were, they were moving back the, into the warehouse. I set the warehouse on fire to try and dissuade people from going that way. Okay. Mm. Okay. Was there not anything that we? I thought we I were. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He never is. Uh, our our ability to do uh, stealthy, nifty things is inhibited sometimes by Norman's creativity. Yes. But um, it's great, you know, don't, don't we love him for it? Yeah. All right. So Ogan, it's you. Ogan. All right. So, how many enemies is there left? There are nine in your vicinity that you can see, but that There's... includes that includes this. No. That doesn't include the two that went into the warehouse. Oh, they've already gone in? Yeah, they've they made it past them. They were able to get in before the flames took hold. So, there are nine, in total there are nine, no, I tell you like, there are eight uh, people in front of you. There were, 12, like, there were 12 now in total, you can kind of see. Now that they've actually unclumped, there's about 12 of them in total. And I, I can't see the two guys that have gone in there. They've gone into the warehouse, they're gone. Shits. Well, you, you do have eight guys in front of you, in different states of... <laughs> beat, beat, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it look like that we've got this, or does it look like that? Um, well, there's a lot more of you guys than there are of them. Right, okay. And like, like, our here counts for like. <coughs> yeah. With 
10 hit points of damage. Um, <laughs> you can shrug that off, though. Yeah, I shrug it off. I'm casting a spell. Yeah. And you know the fire that's on that door? <coughs> a little small sphere of it comes off the door and just starts going towards one of them. And I'm like, I'll make it concentrate. <laughs> it's the flaming sphere. And um, I'm going to hit it, hit it. Oh, sorry, roll it to bad guy. Uh, uh, what, the, what bandit do you want to go? Do you want to um, go close to you? Because you're still on the Norman's right. shoulders. Not the one that's what's the, what's the range of that? Because that's it 120 is, feet away. It is 60. 60 feet. So you're not in range to be able right. to do that. So that's so 120. Actually, what was the range on that thing? 120. 120. So he's good. All so, right. I can move 30, can't I? Yeah, you'll have to jump down off Norman's yeah, shoulders. Yeah. Um, and do a little, little bit of that. Acrobatic thing. So one, when you jump off his shoulders and you land, you need to mm-hmm. roll a dexterity check. Indeed, you do. See if you don't land. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> can, I ju- can I just say, like from personal experience, falling on one's head, you're fine. Um, okay, if you think that, roll with advantage. Oh, oh cool! Thank you very much. Because uh, that was a head. dear moment. That's better. Slightly. Uh, what, so the roll on plus. What Dexterity. Dexterity. Okay. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Yeah. You roll, you kind of land a bit on your shoulder, you roll across, you're kind of like, oh, you get up and you keep going. Cool. And you do lose uh, three points of movement. Because oh, okay. So I think my movement was 30. No, 25. Oh, so 22. 22. So you're Forward. able to get to the bandits that are pretty much where Aratir is. Good. I, I, cool. So I'm going to just. But you're still. Flames. You can't take the ball of flame. You can't take the ball of flame. Well. That's about. Under feet, right? It's a, that, yeah. So you said it's sixty feet. It, it, yeah, it, you're still. You're not close enough. All right. It's well, one hundred twenty feet away. So if you only have a movement of twenty five, even without losing the three points, it wouldn't bring you the distance of sixty feet to be able to control the flame. Do you have to pull the flame somewhere else, or can you? No, no, it that was just being me. Me. You're being, so can you conjure? I can conjure it. Yeah. Go so on. okay, I'll do that then. Um, and then you're just being fruity. I was being fruity. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll hit down to twenty five. That's yeah. mine. Get your own fire. Yeah, own fire. I will try and hit them with the flame. Okay, so there's no... Yeah, roll. Fresh, roll attack. Right. So... Oh, okay, that's alright. Uh, plus 12. 12, is, plus that's, that's the AC you needed to get. That hits. Roll for damage. So, this is 2d6. Well, he gets to make a dexterity check for half. So it's going to be 06. What's the AC of the dexterity? Uh. Sorry, give me a second. Eight plus your spell casting mode. Oh, he, no, he makes a, a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, of. What's the AC? It's gonna be. Or DC? Give me a second. My 13, it should be. Yeah. Yeah, 13. He rolls at 18. So he takes half damage. So, so what's the damage? Four. He takes half, which is four. Four, and um, that's enough to do. And um, <laughs> he had three points left. So you basically, you as you roll and fall and kind of get up, you go, boom, <laughs> and you just see this ball of flame materialize. I go, career at the side of this dude's head and his whole hair, which is quite long and well looked after, and um, contains a lot of product, just catches fire, and he Michael Jackson's his way into the netherworld. No. Um, <laughs> and he just drops. The, the ball of flame still stays. Okay. But, um, you know your man, that's with, it, it's your guy that's with us that went up and did the melty face. Yeah. yeah. Really. I'm kind of just going to kind of look in his direction and go, <laughs> well, what, 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 what
I have to look up, so I'm not like down. quite far down. He's like he's looking down at you. He's not far off from you. He's just looking down at you as well. He's, <coughs> he's looking down at you, and it's like you're shitting right now. <laughs> I'm just like and. He's like, is that the end of your go? That is me. We are now into the ramp. Who is now disguised as a bandit? So yeah, he essentially wants to. A bandit. A bandit. He kind of wants to scurry up into the club. Of bandits. Okay. Still kind of what's your what's your um, movement? That yeah, that'll bring you right up into them. Uh, he then wants <coughs> to whip out his loot. Oh so my god! Play thunderstruck, and I'm gonna need to make all the bandits within 15 feet make a Constitution saving check to be 14. That's good. Oh, that's very good. Oh my god. <laughs> I need somebody to confirm this for me. Okay. Um, I have got four natural ones. Holy shit! You've been thunderstruck! They have been thunderstruck. Wow. Quite curly. Quite curly, that's the. What does that. Does that affect No, four natural ones. It just, you don't get double or anything. It's just the four natural ones, they fail dramatically. Unless it says so in the spell. But what is. Oh, fuck. No, you only roll once in the same hotel room. No, 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 it's three times the second level. Is it? Yeah. You're casting at the second oh, level? Yeah. So what, what's, the, what's the damage? That'll be 19 damage per bandit. Per bandit? Yeah. Oh! oh, oh, oh. 10 feet. You, they, the music takes hold of them. <laughs> they all just like... And then they just get pushed back 10 feet. Freeze. I'll just drop dead. What's that called? That's fucking but, awesome. Uh, it is called... Thunderwave. Wow! It's a lot more dramatic than your oh, fart. Yeah. <laughs> so that now takes out three, four bandits have dropped out of the eight. There are four bandits Holy left. Holy Wayne, we have to work with what we got. So yeah. Yeah. I don't have the lovely loot. Um, okay, oh, so the there are four bandits left. The spell of it's a thunderous boom from up to 30, 300 feet. Uh, <laughs> every, everything within 300 feet. They can all just hear my jamming. <laughs> 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 Oh, wow, and they say bars can't fight. Um, <laughs> right. Holy God. Okay, so uh, that is now into Cody. Cody. Sorry, no, Jurassic 5. Okay. Jurassic 5 is really like, quite impressive. Um, and <laughs> is that your Lance Reddick impression? No, no. It's my Lance Reddick impression. It's terrible. He's, 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 you were talking about him here in like computer games. I'm like, he's fucking Papa Legba from American Horror Story. That is true. He's fucking. You know, Captain Sexy Voice from Fringe. Yeah. He's like uh, I, I, a very serious black man. I can do everything. I can do Lance Reddick when it's uh, when it's his character, when it's Savala from Destiny, because I can do his lines because I do it all the time when I'm playing online with the lads. But right. uh, Nerd. general Lance Nerd. Reddick, this Nerd. I try to do it and it comes out. I love the, the bit. Well, this is totally off topic, but he did a thing in uh, for uh, for one of the humor things on YouTube where he plays like a, a really aggressive toy store manager. And his line, his line, yeah. He's always like, if you do not do what I ask you to do, I will go to each and every one of your houses and shit in places that will leave you confused. <laughs> your days. Toys are me, bitches. Yeah, yeah. Toys are me. Um, so yeah, Lance Reddick. That's that's who Jurassic Five is meant to be. Anyway, and um, um, I, I, as far as my stats are concerned here, if I'm not mistaken. There is a guy, no, one, one of the Arun uh, five killed him. Um, he moves forward to the remaining guy in front of you and takes a swing. That is a natural 19, so that hits. Uh, he is going to roll, he has two shin cards. 
and he can attack with both. So he's gonna just basically finish this motherfucker off. Um, one, okay, two, six. That would be exactly what I need. So he comes in and cleaves this motherfucker in half. You just see one part, part of the torso goes that way, one part goes that way, there's entrails all over the ground. Um, and then he's like, and he just like has, looks really fucking cool while doing it. Um, next, it's in the Cody. Okay, is there anybody left? There are. Um, there's a there fireball, there's. There are three bandits behind these guys who are now looking very fucking intimidated. They okay. haven't been touched. Okay. These are the guys that, as far as yet. No, actually, one of them has been, and uh, the other fella, the other two haven't. <sighs> we have the guy in the corner. Uh, let's take a man. Actually, two of these guys have. Um, one of them, one of them has. Sorry, two of them have. One of them has. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go for the one that's in full health. Okay. He he him. is just off to. So where you're standing, he's about. 15 feet this way. Yeah. He has been taking a step forward, but after seeing all of his buddies get completely fucking decimated. I'm gonna go in uh, with my rapier and... Full on rapier. Yeah. Um, okay, roll for attack. <laughs> what did you roll? Not good. Uh, I rolled not good. three. Which modifier am I using? I don't think it matters. Don't think it's going to matter. It's not going to be nine anyway. Uh, so I went in with my rapier, but I didn't pull it <coughs> entirely out of the sheet. Yeah, as you were doing, they got stuck in the sheet. Like, <coughs> and he's just looking at you confused, looking around at his body. He's like, and then you eventually swing it out. He kind of ducks back a bit as it kind of flicks out of its sheath. And he's like, and you miss him completely. Um, do you want to do anything else? Give your bonus action. You can cry. Yeah. I cry. Cry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna disengage. I'm gonna get out of his way. Okay. You kind of pull back a bit out of his range. You have to move towards you. Um, next, it is into uh, Arthur. He's still raging. Yeah. Um. So all the bandits that were ahead of you are all dead. Grand. So how so how close is the nearest one now? Uh, the closest one to you will be the one that's at Cody, and then right next, but about five feet behind him are two more. Okay, so the one in front of Cody that that's Cody and just missed. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And so I'm gonna use my longsword and go for him and take a good out swing. I'm wondering, is it an action to put away your battle axe to take out your longsword? Uh, I doubt it. Have you got your thrust on your shoulder? You can literally just drop it. If you're going full Geralt of Rivia and you have two of them on your back. Well, then I don't think it is an action. No, it's not. Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, no, I'll, I'll go ahead. I think it's a bonus action to swap uh, gear. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. So, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm probably overthinking it, so go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, go on. I don't mind using the battle axe. No, go on. If you want to use the longsword, use the longsword. Okay. Uh, and you're raging. I'm at 13. 13, that hits, roll for damage. Okay. It will 
Six. Um, this this is the guy next to Cody, is it? Yeah. Right, so he's still full health, so you hit them for six. Yeah. So that's good. And, um, you come in with the long sword, and it's like you literally, in one swift motion, the battle axe is back on your back, the long sword, and you run and wham, cut him. He's still kind of confused by Cody, he's kind of like black and sword. And uh, you come down and catch him on the side, and straight across his leather arm, he's like, ah! And he pulls back, and there's just blood seeping from the side of his chest here. As a bonus action, I'd like to grab his head and smack it on my spike turn. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. She's the same spike that has the. They get the roll for roll for attack. Oh, roll for attack first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two plus three plus yeah, seventeen. Seventeen hits. Roll damage. That's enough. You basically take him and you go, <laughs> and he's stuck. Like it's right in his face and he's just twitching. He's like, oh, oh. You can kind of see a very shocked look at his what's left in his face as mm-hmm. one of the eyes out of the socket kind of looking directly at you as you do this. And he's just like, oh, there's just brain matter and just blood and gore just seeping down your armor. Nice. And you eventually like, Reef him off, and there's like just a hole, and you just drop his body. Oh, you've got his whole face on your shoulder now. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, there's all sorts of bits. That, that's gonna need a serious yeah. clean. You've got one. Is. You've got one guy's face. You've got another guy's fingers. You're gonna be able to build your own bandit. Do you want to snack with this as well? Absolutely. <laughs> I was also thinking that. <laughs> it would be really, really cool. I got you covered. Fine. To see Norman standing beside Arrogance guy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you're gonna eat that or? <laughs> no, you can tell me. <laughs> um, okay, so that's the end of, uh, of our tears go. It's now into a room um, who is now just ignoring the two that are left to one side. He's beelining for the flaming entrance of the warehouse okay. um, after the other two. He moves his fold. Uh, you see that? He's got a pretty field. Speed is 30 feet. So he moves another 30 feet towards the warehouse. Um, uh, in this move, um, no. So he moves. He moves past the remaining two and just stops. You see this look on his face, the determined look on his face as he aims towards the entrance, and you just see this huge armor-plated half-orc just stride directly for this archway that's blazing. The flames are now starting to spread up towards the kind of the side of the building. Again, it looks like doesn't look like there's anything on the inside of the building catching fire. It all seems to be on the outside. Um, as as he moves towards the entrance of the of the, of the uh, warehouse, uh, it's now into the two remaining bandits that are there, and they're now looking around at the numbers, and uh, they're like, oh, uh, and they're pretty close to you. Yeah. So one of them goes, basically goes fuck this, and goes to move. You get an attack of opportunity against. Them. Okay. So you roll for attack. Mm-hmm. Roll for attack. Any bonuses for running away? No, just an attack, straight up attack. That's not gonna do it. It's not gonna do it. Okay. As he turns, he gets away from you and stumbles into the other one, who also is moving. You get an attack of opportunity against him, as do you. As do I? You're right next to him. Actually, you would have got an attack of opportunity on the first guy as well. So you get an attack of opportunity on both of them, as do you as well. Do you want me to roll twice? Yeah. Yeah. What weapon are you using? 13 total. Oh, you get that plus. You get to add your bonus. Yeah, so what did you get? 8 and. 13 on my dagger. So on the second guy, you basically get the. So roll for yes. damage. The first one I first one I would have got. Would a twelve? 
Yeah, so you get both of them. Okay. Oh, okay. And okay. at the same time, you do it as well. Both of these get the head of opportunity. The first one I would have gotten 20. Not a natural. Not a natural, did you? You get to hit him. And second guy? Okay, first one. <laughs> natural one. Okay. Wow. First one took five. Second one took six. Six. Damage on the first one? Five. That's not, sorry. D6, yeah. D6 plus your modifier and your, and your raging as well. Uh, three. So plus three for raging. Yeah, yeah. And then your weapon, which is the oh, long yeah. sword. Oh yeah, my, my long sword, three, six, seven. Seven. So you got five and seven. The first guy basically, on one side, Cody just basically straight into the chest. You come down with the long sword, boom, his head is gone. Uh, the second guy, you were the other dagger, you get to go foof and you catch him and he takes six points of damage. Was the second one? Five and six, yes. Five and six. So the, the, the first guy actually also goes down because they were both pretty fucked to begin with. Mm -hmm. So the final two guys um, are basically de just completely decimated trying to flee you and you're now left with a, a whole courtyard of bodies and then you've got one guy at the, the front and the a room is beelining <laughs> for the entrance to go after the other two guys who ran into the warehouse. Because he just wants to basically take all of this out. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so, um, I'd like to know where uh, where they would escape to. Well, they were, to, they, were just trying, they were just trying to get away from you. So, but they have a good head start on them. They've got at least two goes ahead. They're ahead. So he's basically going to go find them. And he, is, he hasn't entered. The, he's 30 feet of movement. So he hasn't entered it yet on that round. Mm -hmm. But we're now... Disengage from combat so you can move <coughs> So, what do you guys want to do? The combat's over, the warehouse, um, the, the yard is now littered with bodies um, and remains, and the, the, the entrance of the warehouse is ablaze, and the fire is starting to spread at the front of the building. But as far as you can see, nothing inside the building has caught fire yet. There is smoke starting to build. Wait a minute. We forgot that one. Yeah, as I said, I dropped this guy's self. Whoa! I, I, I'm still kept this fear is still here. Do we want to burn this or what? Ra rather late to ask that question. Someone got. Quicker. Someone knew we were coming. Oh, it's fine. This place has been cleaned out. Did you want you to interrogate him or no? I have I delivered you like one to, upon yes. a platter. Hmm. Huh? I have delivered you one upon a platter. Thank you, Norman. Um. He um, won't move while you interrogate him. Excellent. Will he be uh, able to answer? Will he be able to answer? He oh won't. yes, he can speak. Right. Okay, so uh, can we, uh, I presume my compatriots are going to want to heal a little bit if they can, or are they okay? No, we'll, there's no real possible way of having a short rest or a long rest here. Yeah. So, unless you have potions that you want to take. But the only person that took really took any damage was Aratir. Aratir, yeah, that's who I'm So, does anyone have any potions or laying on of hands or yeah, anything like that? Yeah, I have four potions. Yeah, I've so, your wounds mm -hmm. as well. Cure wounds, Like, so. how much did you lose? Ten. Ten. Oh, um, so yeah. can Laurent do that while I go and then uh, I'm going to, can we move him out of here in case uh, he catches fire? Well he's at the entrance behind the crate. So he's nowhere near the, he's nowhere near the warehouse. <laughs> the warehouse is about 120 feet away from that guy. Oh okay. Anybody you... want, so I'm a little bit fucked, um, so if Laurent would like to help with that, that yeah, would be awesome. Yeah, uh, you um, can regain 1d8 plus 4 health. So roll a d8 and 4. Would you care for assistance interrogating? I would, Norman. Uh, can you consult uh, with me as to what we'd like nine. to get out of him before you go? Nine! I got Yay! I appreciate the irony of me saying this, but rogue. <laughs> well, I would have presumed you had some sort of agenda in mind. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't plan on any of them surviving this. Okay, alright, I appreciate it, Norman. Uh, let's find out who employed him and where everything is gone. A reasonable shout. Okay. Should anybody assist Arun? Oh, he'll be he's, fine. He's got um, it. He's got it. Yeah, hasn't he? He's pretty tough. Well, you guys to make the call. Huh? Worst case scenario, the warehouse collapses and kills everyone. Also, if you need zone of truth, I can do that. But only if he's been uncooperative. It's basically that vine where he's like, "Why the fuck you lie?" <laughs> 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 Are you gonna do the movements? You gonna be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> Then, in that case, perhaps you should assist with the interrogation, not oh, me. Oh, I don't know what to ask. I'll just do the thing if you need it. Right. What's that? Okay. 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 Morgan, are you okay? I'm, uh, well, I'm just going to wander. You're going to head towards the warehouse as well. Just make sure there's no more enemies waiting or something. Okay. And then if it's cool and the big guy's got it, I will go back to the Okay. Pack. Yeah. So, All right. you want to interrogate these guys, Myself, you want to go out there. So you guys move over, we're going to look after the interrogation first. Um, Arthur, what do you do? I'm going to um, unstrap, unstrap my spiked armor and hand it to Norman so he can fix himself. Oh, I, just, I just like take the eye out and just like... I'm going to give it a bit of a clean though, because if, if I don't clean it, it'll start to smell. It'll start to stink and then it'll rust and you don't want that. What exactly. about your... Good armor care. What about the armored eye patch? Hmm? Your armoured eye patch. Oh, oh yeah. Do you have that equipped? As in no, not at the moment. It's in my bag of holding. Yeah. Okay. For special uh, occasions. For special occasions. Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll take the whole face, actually. <laughs> I want to take his face off. His face <laughs> off. Can I just get, I kind of like, just like, hold on to it. Grunt, you're just holding your face <laughs> while you interrogate <laughs> the other guy. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice intimidating. Uh, okay, we're gonna do. Uh, uh, where are you going after that? You're just taking the spiked armor off, giving it to Norman. Are you gonna stick around here, or are you um, gonna go elsewhere? I so, Ogan's gone after Arun. I'm gonna fuck his dick down for a couple minutes because you know I got fucked. While I'm feeling better, I'm like. Now you're only down one hit point now, so yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Just so you just, Aritya just sits cross-legged with the, with the battle act, or the long yeah. sword across her, and she's sitting cross-legged, she's just sitting in the middle of the yard looking at all the devastation. <laughs> yeah. And the guy that she splatted up against the crate, who's just like, you just see this pool of blood and Iker is starting to form around him, but he's just sitting there like... Ugh. She's just admiring her handiwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a barbarian wood. Take it a minute to be like, what? And may- maybe deep down looking at the handiwork of the others and kind of being like... Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can teach them things. Yeah, yeah. It's, they did fine, I guess. Norman, can I just take that face for just a second? Um, I do have plans. Oh, I will hand it immediately back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a very important bit to do. Uh, yes. I'm just going to go over to the guy. Hold the face up, put it over my own face, and go, Hi, I'm this guy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the wrong team in a war with the strange materials, and now this is my life. And I hand it back, and I'm like, Would you like to tell us what we would like to know? Uh, is the guy, so this, just, just to clarify the spell as well, so this guy could talk. Oh, he yeah. just he can't move. Oh, he can move. He can't get up. He can't get up. So he's just like stuck there. He's like flailing <laughs> yeah. about there. He's yeah. like he's freaking out. He what? sees you walk up with the face, yeah. and he's just like looking at you, going, oh, oh, "What the fuck, man? What the fuck? The what exact, the fuck is wrong with your people?" The, uh, the exact letter of what I said is, 
he has to lie in the corner yeah. and stay there. Yeah. So he can roll around, he can talk, but he can't leave the corner or get up. He's there in the corner. Yeah. He's tucked away behind behind you see him kind of hiding behind one of the boxes, tucked in the corner. He's flipping about the place, he's trying to stand, he cannot, he's freaked out, and that has freaked him out even more. And um, roll an intimidation check for me, please. Okay. It's eleven. Yeah, that'll do it. He's highly intimidated and is very willing to be cooperative to you right now. Oh, okay. In, um, that, in that case, you've got this. I've got this. Okay. So, right. me and Norman slick off and just do our thing. Yeah. So, what are you guys going to do then? Um. Yeah. Let's go double act. Um. Let's go check it. We'll go check in with Ogan and see what's going on. You will, well, Ogan's gone into the warehouse behind the room. So that's you guys want to follow? Do you want anything from these bodies? Or that seems to be your kind of. You can uh, poke through the corpses. I'm going to poke my head in there and see what's there. I don't really want to. I'll loot the bodies. You loot the bodies. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go scavenging. Uh, you're going to go scavenge. Okay. Uh, on the bodies, you find uh, numerous different trinkets and coin. Uh, nothing spectacular. Just junk, really. On, on one of the larger bandits, you do find two little pouches, uh, each of them containing uh, each of them containing forty gold. Oh, wow! Nice. Ooh. Impressive. He looks like he was might have, might have been a lieutenant of some sort, and this is after the after the fight was over. He was going to pay these dudes, and this is the money sure. they were going to get. Um, so you get forty gold um, to yourself. There's nothing really else on them. They they've got like. Worn the yeah. rusty kind of blades, uh, shimtars, they all kind of fashion shimtars. That seems to be the, the type of blade that these mm-hmm. bandits kind of use. Um, worn leather armor on all of them, there's nothing spectacular. Yeah, they're I'm not a well kitted group. I just wanted to, uh, just basic see, mercenaries, really. See what they were packing. I'm gonna take one of the <coughs> scimitars. You're gonna take one of the scimitars, yeah. Okay. Nice. Oh, I assumed you wanted some of the flesh, or you know, bits. No, but uh, I just like, no, no, this isn't uh, this isn't for me, um, and uh. I, uh, I, I give I give the scimitar to Loran and I'm like, hold on to that. Um, because Loran really likes the grumpy sword. So Loran gets that. Um, you do also have your accents that you had. Mm-hmm. You bought them in the shop. <laughs> yeah, so your accents, you've been carrying these. I can't wield them, I just well, you, were able to, you were able to carry them previously. Uh, and and I, did, I, think, I didn't remember if I said it or whether it was in, in game or outside of the game. I said that you could roll with them to attack it with disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, but you were able to carry your strength rolls on the lab and you picked yeah. them up, you were like, yay! Um, so you now have a shoot tower, so you can put that in your inventory. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not towards, so cool. uh, I'm not towards the warehouse after that. Like, Ogan, like, it's like, it's <laughs> such an Ogan thing. Um, yeah, I'm, after that I'll nod towards the warehouse and I'm like, let's have a look. Okay, right. see, the flames are now starting to go off the front of the building and spreading up onto the roof. Uh, but again, the smoke is starting to billow, and there's a lot of smoke going into the building and coming out, but nothing inside seems to have caught fire yet. Um, Arun is now in the building, gone after the other two bandits. O- Ogan is not far behind uh, behind them, and you're following up the rear. Uh, Cody, your interrogation. Oh, okay. Um, who do you work for? Uh, I, I was just hired when they needed some mercenaries. By whom? By the lieutenant. Which lieutenant? And this he, guy on the And board? he kind of like looks over, he kind of looks around the crate, he kind of tries to gesture over towards the guy that, right, that normally is dead. Leaving. So, uh, and who employed the lieutenant? I don't know, I'm just a merc! I don't what, know! What was your job here? 
I had to kill whoever came into the gates. Do you know what's in these crates? I've no idea. Uh, do we think it's a fruit crate? Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's Come really on. dumb. I wanted a smart one, but I took the first one that came to me. So I'm ruining that choice. Uh, I... But <laughs> to be coding is true. I mean, <laughs> my entire existence. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, where do you come from? I'm from here. Where here do you come from? I was born two streets over. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. mm-hmm. Um, do do you know the Dean family? I've heard of them. So everyone in Hendrix Point is in the Dean family. Yeah, they met a sticky end. They did. So what's uh, what do you think is happening in this time right now? What? Are you happy with the way this city is being run? Look, I, I don't care. I'm a monk. I get paid coin to wrap people up to fight. I don't care what side it is. I got you know. I got mouths to feed. If I let you go now, where are you gonna go? I'm gonna go home. Yeah. What are you going to do then? Probably Wait clean my trousers! <laughs> <laughs> Who's at home? A family! You have a family? Yeah! Interesting. Uh, probably should have thought of them before you got into this line of work. This is why I'm doing this! You think there's a lot of work going in this town? I suppose. Unless you've got some sailing experience. I was born here on the docks. Now only you take me on a ship. I've got no choice! If someone was to take you on a ship, would you go? Um, maybe. Okay. Can you have a ship? Norman. I'm gone. You're gone. Wait, am I inside the building yet? You've made your way towards it. It really is your choice. I'm not, I'm not far away. Say that. I'm not far away. How far did you say that? Uh, not very. I didn't notice you. Because I am still in the yard, so I can probably yard. hear you. No, I'm going to... Uh, uh, Arthur probably chimes up with he's gone. <laughs> so, um, Arthur, what are we doing with this guy? I believe he knows nothing. Do you believe he knows nothing? I'm kind of getting a serious impression. He does not know anything. He doesn't seem smart enough to know anything. No, no. He seems to be a victim of circumstance. Um, uh, I'm thinking about just letting him go. Really? I was going to put him out of his misery. <laughs> I swear, I don't, I, I don't even know your names. I couldn't, I'm not going to talk. All right, everyone that was meant to pay me on this job is dead. What's I, your weapon of choice? He kind of nudges over towards the blade. That, that is everyone's, it's a cheap blade. Mm. I've got no gripe. I'm not in this for personal politics. I just want to get paid. <laughs> I want to pay him and let him go. <laughs> Don't fucking pay him. Hard will not allow and so Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hard I don't want to let this guy go. I mean, we're no further on I from this entire mess. Although it looks like somebody, it looks like somebody cleaned this place. Yeah. Were you here when they cleaned this place? I came here. I got about, up and walked over. I came here about two hours ago. They were setting everything up. And people were leaving, people were going. I, you know, people, I, I didn't know who they were. They How were... full was it when you got here? Well, me and three of the other guys came. 
and there was like maybe four other people, and then there was the lieutenant, and then, and then there was. Was the... there more boxes than this? No, this was it. They, they just cleaned the place out. I saw a cart leave. Did you hear where it was going? Well, it it travelled up up the road. It, it headed north. Oh. All right. Uh, you want to get out of here? You feeling good? Yeah, I'm good. I am. We should check in with Arun yeah. and see what's going on up there. But yeah. this guy, kind of useless. Yes. Uh, I'm disinclined to murder him. I've just been my armor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm 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 happy to walk away if you are, Archer. Let's go find the rest of them. I'm gonna let you go. You never saw us. Oh yeah, I, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Um, can I ask? I can't seem to be able to get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you'll be able to get up in seven and a half hours. Oh no, you guys don't know that. Oh. <laughs> oh. I can't I can't move somebody put a kind of thing on me, a guy, the greasy fella. And he did something. He seems to be some kind of wizard. Strictly speaking, it's a warlock. Could I? You heard that, did you? He's shouting, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Norman! Yes? Is this shit going to wear off any time? Eventually. I don't want this place to burn down or or do I? Um, You'll be able to walk off in about 7 hours and 50 minutes. What? Can you undo (laughs) it? Yes. Uh, can you shorten it to three hours? Yes. Okay, let's shorten it to three hours. Can we do that? We can. Okay. Will you? Will I? What's yes. The point? <laughs> I don't want him to follow us, but I don't want him to. I don't want him to be there forever. Oh, the difference between three hours and seven hours is so little. Yeah, you find with more biological creatures, uh, as oh, uh, as you absolutely are, Norman. Don't get me wrong, but we have seen him pee. Yeah, we we have seen him do something. Pee. He is like twice. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that is pee. Regular, regular pee. Yes. Everything is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Was you being? Everybody's <laughs> All this talk about oh, peeing, you look down and this bandit has now oh, we know. permanently pissed himself. To, I don't want him in all of that for <laughs> seven hours, but I'll leave him in it for three. Fine, I'll lower it to three hours exactly. Okay, thank you, Norman. You yes, that will, and I appreciate it. Very gracious I, like, of I, wave, Norman. I wave my hands in the guy's direction. I've got to see here for three hours? Okay, well, I suppose the alternative is death, so I'll take my three hours, thank you! Yeah, you sit there and think about what you. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. I'll think about it thoroughly. And 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 you know, think who you're getting involved with the next time. I know it's a paycheck, but you know you oh, come across inc- me again instead of in you. Incidentally, on that front, and I like take out like the two pouches of forty gold, and I'm like, this would have been the paycheck. So, which one of you wants it? I'll split it with you. I just toss all the advice. Yeah. Thank you, Norman. Thanks, Norman. Thank so, by the so you just get a bag of 40 gold. Shall we continue then? Let's go. 40 G's! As we like walk off, I just want to look at the guy and just like telepathically just be like, incidentally, just so you know, I did nothing. Oh! <laughs> well, what's going on? Somebody's in my head! Somebody's in my head! That's all you hear. You just hear your man screaming as you go. When you... Excuse me, Norman, Jewish. Um, okay, so is everyone moving into the building now? Yeah, yeah, heading towards where I'm 
Um, the front of the building is pretty much on fire, but for some reason you're noticing that the inside of the building has not been touched at all. It's Asbestos. There is no uh, fire on the inside of the building. The smoke coming in from the outside, and it is kind of congealing around the front of the building. This is like smoke, but there seems to be <coughs> blocking the smoke from going any further. Can I ask Norman to detect magic or see what is there a Do you have that ability? No. Ogun. Is Ogun? Nope. Um, we have no wizards. Oh. We don't have to. Oh, no wizards. No, no, no wizards. Can I do... Um, just, Arun can. I know okay, there's wizards this. and other um, things. Arun can sense... Arun has the ability to sense... Uh, um, just, I think it's... Hexes. Yeah, he can, he can sense... Um, what? Mm. If there's anything okay. uh, evil or... Divine I mean, sense that it is. The thing is, if it looks like something magic is going on, I can use... Like, yeah, you can do an arcana check yeah. if you wish. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. You can roll an arcana check. Yeah. Nah, it's not very good. It's only eleven. <coughs> eleven. No, you sense that there is some sort of magical barrier around this building that is protecting the inside. The outside seems more like an illusionary shell. Interesting. But it is physical. So the wood is real, but it's like a wooden uh-huh. shell over something else. Interesting. Um, can I ask Aratir to ask Arun what it is? Arun is not, you, as it's you're not walking in, you don't something. see him. You do hear from the kind of the back end of this long corridor that's stacked with all these crates, and uh, you hear kind of like grunting and slashing and blades clanging. Oh, okay, he's um, busy. He's engaging with the dudes. Does he still have Arun 5 with him? The Arun 5 have, have made their way towards into the building, as has Jurassic and yeah. the Harbour 5 guys. Right. Uh, but they're kind of like milling towards the back of the building as well. Okay. I would have gone in just to have a look. Yeah. So you're, you're, Ogun would have seen this building already. He knows what's at the back. He knows he's seen all of this. And he knows the direction to go. So where, what direction do you want to go? Do you want to go towards the place that you saw before? Or do you want to... Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go to where they were making it. Okay. So as you head back over, because you, you went first, so you got, you're ahead of everyone else, you then see uh, a room, and the, uh, the harbour master and all of the other guys are kind of behind you as they're catching up with you, and you see basically a room standing over two dead bodies of bandits, and he's looking around, um, and you catch up with him at that point. The bandits are dead, uh, and he is not looking in any way damaged. Um, his axe is, 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 I think he has, uh, he has dual hand axes, but he also has a battle axe. So can I direct him to where the uh, the goblins were and those those uh, two things? Yeah, he has two hand axes, so he's using his two hand axes, and they're basically dripping with the blood of the two dead bandits. And he's kind of looking around, and you rock up to him, and the rest of the group were right behind you. The um, oozes and things were on. So he's like, all right, and the whole group then start to move towards where you point them. Um, the rest of you then are following up behind them, um, in the order of it would have been. Did you go in ahead? We both went in together. We both went together. So you two went, but you came back out to talk to these two with the guy. Yeah, so I guess I'd be a little behind you. <coughs> Did you hang back? Okay, so the, the two of you, the two of you were behind, and then you two were bringing up the rear, and you arrive into the production room with everyone else. The production line has stopped. Mm-hmm. But what you do see is on the left-hand side. This is, you basically come in, and it comes in through a door, a small doorway at the back. And as you realise this, I need you, everyone, as you're entering the room, and the further back you go, I want you all to roll a perception check. 
But I'm gonna roll for <laughs> root uh, for the harbor monster. Laughing is. I got a two. Okay. Twenty. Um, I, ju- I just about know we're in a warehouse. I'm gonna do a group. Oh, no, I was gonna say because I rolled the spell, I was gonna say we're in a warehouse. Yeah. Twenty. 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 So three. Uh, oh no, minus five. Five. Okay. Um, so Cody and Moran, uh, and also Jurassic. I think it's. I'm trying to remember what this guy's name was. I wouldn't mind, but I had a character sheet written from. Anyway, I was going to keep calling him Jurassic. Um, you all kind of look, and you remember the size of the building from the outside. Oh. And you're kind of realizing that the further in you walk, there's no way this could be contained. Like, the building is bigger on the inside, basically. Mm-hmm. Alright? So, you're getting further back and no, you should be hitting the back wall. And now you're seeing, you see Ogan and the group disappear into a doorway. And the door's left open. And there's light coming from that doorway. It is kind of dark all the way up. And, but you can make out these crates that have this dragon logo, black dragon logo with red eyes embossed on the side of it. Uh, and it's pretty much the end of Raiders. So it's just crates upon crates upon crates. Right. And you arrive at the back of the room, uh, which you couldn't see as you come in. So it's that far back. And you arrive in, and the group have already gone in ahead of you into the production room. And as you enter in, you see on the left-hand side these cages that are stacked from floor to ceiling. And in every single cage, bar the far end, which is near the production line, is a gelatinous cube. Just wobbling in the cage. Uh, Aww. Okay? They're all just filled with gelatinous cubes. They're all just like... Each containing what you can see is like... Bits of debris, weaponry, one or two of bones in them as well. But they're these silver see-through kind of cubes that do give off a faint glow. Jesus. And they're in each of the crates. There's about, if you look from floor to ceiling, you're looking at about maybe 40 to 50 cages filled with these things. They're, but you think with a gelatinous cube, what they would normally do in these situations would squeeze through these bars. But none of these are moving apart from the other wobble here and there. They seem to have been sedated in some way. They're not moving. Um, and that is on one side. There is a conveyor belt on the other end that these cages seem to feed into. And uh, as the conveyor belt goes along, there's different apparatus that look like they have giant spikes uh, that are positioned along the thing. And then there's a grinder at the far end. And this is what Ogun would have seen the last time. He saw this in production. He saw, he saw the cubes go down, be injected, and then... They get infected with this kind of like red liquid and they get passed along. They kind of change and then they get punched into the grinder and now comes the dust at the other Sonic end. Sonic Green is people? <coughs> so this is where this particular drug is, pro- is produced. And from what you can see, one of the main components in it are gelatinous cubes. Um, at the far end of it, on the right side, you do see a lot of crates. A lot of them are empty. And there is an office off to one side and there is a light inside the office and you can see movement. Is there a light that never goes out? <laughs> I there was no way she wasn't gonna go for that one. Can I can I investigate the office? Um, yeah I mean like the, the whole group is available here. You're all looking around. If Arity wants to make a beeline for the office you can't I'm gonna make a beeline for the office. Okay, so what does everyone yeah, else do? I'll come with you. Sorry, wait, how many cages is there? Just between forty to fifty cages for glass cube. There's about about thirty of them are filled. There's mm. twenty empty ones. But all seem to be at the far end where it feeds into the conveyor belt. Uh, actually, Arateer, while you head that way, can I 
Can I attempt to um, turn this machine off? The machine's off. Oh, There's machine. no machinery. Oh. Everything's turned off. The conveyor belt is not working. Oh, we just extrapolated what happens. Yeah. Based on well, Ogan there. has seen this in action. Okay. Ogan oh, has yeah. seen this okay. in action, uh, uh, and he snuck in. So he he did tell us last time, right? What he kind of saw, and now yeah. that we're seeing it, we've kind of got. Oh, that's the good. That's what he was on about. And there's the bit that moves that bit, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. I'll go with you, Arthur. Yeah. Sure. What do the rest of the group do? Um, I would like to uh, where the grinder was uh, and kind of the crates at that side that it was filling. Yeah. Is there anything left in those? Roll the investigation check. <coughs> that is a 21. 21. And um, you do see a lot of uh, vials stacked up at the end of the grinder as if they're being prepared to be filled. And mm-hmm. um, there are no filled vials, they're all empty. The crates are empty as well. There are some residue on the side, mm-hmm. so these look like they're crates that have been reused. Sure. And um, and you can see there's the certain residue of the dust that's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is nothing else really in that area. A few broken crates here and there. Sure. Uh, for such a high roll, you do notice there are a few broken vials off to the side at the back that did contain at some point some of the dust. Mm-hmm. And you can see a small little smattering of it on the floor. And um, I'm going to. Um and for once, keeping everyone actually in the loop. Wow! I'm going to uh, get one of the empty vials. Yeah. And kind of from like the residue and the broken vials that have it, kind of just scrape enough of the residue off into a vial that I have like some of it in one that can be sealed. Okay. And um, but yeah, just kind of like this, uh, and then like I take out my little vial of red rot. Yeah. Well. So I'm like. We now have two distinct forms. Are you holding one. these close together? Oh yeah, Norman doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> the vial of red rot that you have starts yeah. to go apeshit and tremors in your hand. The dust doesn't do anything. Yeah, Norman the red starts, rot starts to vibrate. Norman starts to say that. He's like, now that we have... And then his <coughs> starts going like... Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I'm just going to... Put the red rock vial back. Um, that's interesting. We'll take stock of that later. Yeah. But this might be worth. Oh, and I'm extremely loath to say it, but if anyone we know of could analyze this, not naming names. I'm off open the sphere. Yeah. I was going to ask when we were going to ask. Uh, okay, so you're going to contact Dacius. We not, have to do that one today. Not now. It's already too late. Oh. Hang and up then. on him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? Do you want to hang up him? Do you want to keep him up? Uh, no, he listens to Norman, so he puts it down. So you see the globe goes... <laughs> and you just see the, the kind of the, the pissy version of, of Dasi Trevelyan looks up and he's like... Oh, hello! Oh! And <laughs> Norman, does, Norman's just does like... Does that count as a use, though? Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh. Nor- Norman's just like, good man. Sorry. Um... We'll hold on to this. I'd actually, if we can get in touch with that dwarf again, maybe he can have a look at it. Carrots? Mm. But, uh, I'll keep, actually, would someone else keep this? Because, yes. Okay, so put that in your inventory, one one, one vial of dust. Um, Because my vial will go crazy if it's near. Arun is standing next to the machinery and he's looking very angry. Uh, As is Jurassic. They're both looking pretty fucking pissed. Um, I can't see how sexy he looks. Cause you're, you're off towards the office. Yeah. Arun basically just looks around, looks at the machinery, looks at the cubes, 
takes his war axes and begins to smash the living shit out of the conveyor belt. Um, I want to do something else like that. Yeah. Um, so, well, uh, so you didn't do it before, but um, they're they're creatures, those. Snaps cubes are creatures, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna walk over to one of the cages. <coughs> Sorry. And when as I get near, I'm gonna cast a spell. Yeah. Speak with animal. I don't know if it I don't. I mean, reading it, it's kind of if they're this. That's why I was asking. Like, um, what's it? Read it out to you. Um, you gain the ability to uh, comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. Uh, the knowledge and awareness of the of many beasts is limited by their intelligence, but the minimum beasts can that give you information about yeah. nearby the locations. The cube is just. Cuba's got like it's so, not it's not a smart creature. It's not really something that can talk and it can't communicate. It's just right, well then, okay. it's just an oozing glob of, of miasma. It's like something that's there to exist that consume things. It's like a, okay, a cool. large Take out your tongue, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so it doesn't really have a way of communicating. Okay, well then I, I right. Then trash the machines. You're gonna trash the machines. I, mean, I am you're you're seeing a little bit of anger in that open. Are you going to rage things. against them? Rage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, about five, ten minutes. Okay, no, that doesn't have my swing screen. Yeah, um, so I'll just, yeah, just anger is... You're just like clawing at them. Yeah, but I'm not doing much, right. but I'm just, okay. kind of, I just kind of lost it. Okay. Just uh, on realisation right. of something. Brilliant, so you see uh, a small wolverine, a half-orc and a human just trashing upon this machinery, beating the shit out of it. Um, in the meantime, you two are making your way toward the office. Thankfully, yeah, yeah. it's open, so you don't need the key or break. You have the key, you don't need to break in. Is there a range of reference there for you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, That's a band. Yeah. <laughs> Music. Um, so, you, you make your way towards the office, and the door is open, and you hear a scrambling inside. Um, and there is candlelight going on, and it's like a hurried thing. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, the door's wide The open. door's open, you can see in there's something inside there. Okay. Somebody inside there. And you hear shufflings of papers and different things. Okay, I'm going to take my battle axe off the back so that I look as threatening as possible. Okay. <laughs> and barge my way into the room. Okay, are you behind her? Uh, yes, uh, yeah, I would be attempting to disable whatever they're doing. If they're trying to hide anything or stop whatever anything. you're doing and come the fuck out, uh, <laughs> you burst in. Yeah, and you're behind her, and you see this dwarf character in white kind of robes, and yeah. um, kind of like a an apothecary. Ah, and you recognize apothecary. Oh no! And he turns like, hey, okay, all right, you got me, you got me, I'm sorry, and. Don't don't swing that really big axe. Uh, I'm just I'm just I, I'm here looking for papers. All I want is the papers. Right? I'm not you know. Okay, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk to him in in uh, the language we talked in before when dwarvish. I was right. Yeah, I'll talk to him in Dwarvish. <coughs> okay. What in great shite are you doing, you wee cunt? <laughs> uh, you. What papers? What the fuck? Who? What are you? Oh. Here, you, Motherwell rules. What papers are you looking for? Roll an intimidation check. Mm. Mm. I thought it was carrots. Yeah, me too. I was like, carrots, no! 
Seventeen. 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 He looks. He looks between you and Arrow here with your weapons drawn. Looks at himself with no weapons whatsoever, and it's just like, oh, I'm looking for inventory and delivery papers. I'm trying to get rid of them. They've charged me with destroying evidence. Uh, I thought that's what he was doing. What's he doing? I, I can't understand once the I words hear you guys are saying. Once I hear shuffling in a side office in a shady fucking operation, you always know someone is trying to shred something, burn something, hide something. They're, gonna, um, they're trying to work against they're try, Yeah, they're, they're trying to uh, protect themselves. We are... Um, we are taking this guy. This, uh, this is the apothecary from town that I uh, talked to earlier uh, in good faith, and uh, yeah, he's up to his neck in it. No, so, I ain't no choice, eh? What do you think, like making money in this shake box of an Eastern Docklands for a pocket today? This is the only way I can make some cash to keep my business alive. Why don't you change jobs? Norman remembers picking on him back in town and starting a riot outside the shop and you just hear from downstairs like ah, oh, have, you guys, <laughs> have you guys made it into the office? <coughs> I'm just like downstairs listening yeah, Well it's, not, oh, it's yeah. not, you're not, it's all no. level. Oh, okay. So oh, yeah, right. then in that case you just hear from outside just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's like what is what like you know I, I, I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll give anything I mean Grab what you came here for and come with us you wee cunt and he picks up, he reaches behind him and he's like, you see him pick up two ledgers and a pile of papers and he's like, this is, this is what I came for. You can have it. I just, I just want to get out of here. I'm sure you do. Stay right there. I'm going to look at this. Shaped. Well, there's a lot of swearing in Dwarvish, I noticed. Yeah. So I need you to roll uh, an investigation check, and Cody, and I need you to roll a history check. Okay. But roll the history check with advantage. You should check with advantage, okay? Because you live here. Right? Ooh, that ooh, is ooh, awesome. Not 20, baby. That's for the, the Is that my, that's my first uh, natural That's your first natural campaign. Campaign. Okay, and that is for investigation. And then uh, history. history, it's nine. Um, advantage. advantage, roll again. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay. She knows what's going on. So, um, you speak, you speak Dwarvish, what, what languages do you speak? Dwarvish and Common and... And I'm here, sorry. Uh, Elvish. Elvish, okay. So, yeah, you... There is... There three languages in here, all three of those. Dwarvish, Common and Elvish. Okay. The Elvish is a very, very good penmanship. Like oh. high level of penmanship. And you rolled, obviously, a natural 20 on the investigation. Mm-hmm. So you have full... Listings of shipments, itineraries, destinations, the whole lot, directions, and commands. As you get to the back of the book, in Elvish, all in Elvish. These are all commands. As you get the Dwarvish, the Dwarvish is basically confirmation of all this, as is the common. So there seems to be two different people confirming the orders, confirming who's where they're going, that they've arrived there, that they've been. The, a lot of these are going outside of Hendrix Point. They're going further afield. They're hit, hitting on the ships and they're traveling. And this has been happening for the last year. Um, when you get to the back of the book, the Elvish script is still there and more prominent. And there is a recent delivery, only within the last 48 hours, to three addresses. And one of them jumps off the page at you. Okay. One of them is the Dean household. Oh! Dun, dun, dun. Um, and 
it takes you aback because they're. The dean has all in Henry's Point. Yeah. Okay, so there's still. So your family end. home has been yeah. receiving deliveries. And what was your what was your your sorry? You got natural twenty on the investigation. Yeah. You recognise the penmanship. You've seen it before. Cody, it's your brother. It's your Cody, are you all right? It's your mother's script. Cody. The flourishes on the on the inflections on some of the Elvish characters is very flowery, and the way the certain words are dotted. It, you, you've seen this script before throughout your childhood and it belongs to your mother. I know this pen. Oh. Uh, this is my mother's writing. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. You don't know? Yeah. Oh, is she nice? No. Oh. Well, I mean, she might have been. Uh... This looks bad for her niceness. Mm. Looks like she's been receiving deliveries of this. So maybe it's like innocent. Maybe she's trying to stop it. It looks like she's running it. Yeah, it does. But I didn't want to say it because that would be really rude. Yeah, thanks, Lauren. I appreciate it. Um. Okay. Where are the other addresses? And they are. Two warehouses on the far side of the western docks, and also one storage facility, which is high, which is basically adjacent to the Dean household. Uh, all back to mine, I think, guys. Your house? Uh, yeah. Well, it's not mine. Uh, I don't want it to be mine, but uh, I didn't think. There was much going on there anymore, but uh, when was the last time you saw your family coming? It's been years. Uh, did you leave on a bad note? They were messed up in some uh, stuff. Uh, I, my path seemed to be marked out for me. I didn't like it, and um, you left. Yeah, I managed to find something that I was really good at. Uh, that was less criminal. I had heard that my family was not the force it once was, but here we are. This town is in pieces, and we appear to be responsible. So, you <coughs> said you can never go home. Right, uh, anyone want to go uh, do some awkward interactions? I would love to. I knew you would. I got your back. Thanks, You can pretend I'm your husband. We'll fool them. <gasps> you know, I quite like that. that Alright, so I am here for this. <laughs> and on that note, folks, we are going to take a break. Yeah. Um, so, for anyone that's interested in winning the D&D Essentials Kit, which is on screen now, ding! Ding! Um, all you got to do, exact same as before, you got to. Uh, not exactly. Not exactly <laughs> the same. No. But you're not exactly the same, but you got to like the video, or sorry, like the video on, on YouTube. Yes. Right? You gotta uh, share the video on social media, be it Twitter, yeah, Facebook, whatever, Instagram, I don't care, social media. And tag all the podcast, all of them if you wish. Yeah. And Great. now, we gotta think of a quest of what you have to do. You mean you haven't thought of this already, Dan? I haven't because I was hoping it was gonna naturally happen with the game. Um, and then you do you wanna see the return? Of the paralyzed bandit 
<laughs> stuck in the yard? Yes or no? That's all you gotta tell me. I mean, me. the answer is obviously yes. Do you want to see the bandit come back? Yes or no? Is he worth becoming a bigger NPC than what he is? Is he telling? Was he telling the truth? Does he really have a family? Or was there a bigger thing there? Do I need to write him back into the story? It was all him. Give me and your name. Him. And name him. Give him a name. Give me a name for this guy. Um, that's Essentially, just write fan fiction about this bandit. Yeah, write yeah. Fan fiction about the bandit and his adventures and how he got here and where he's going after this. So that's what you got to do. No and pressure. No pressure. <laughs> but the, the essential kit from DD will be. You yours. can submit it through interpretive dance. Uh, <laughs> or mine. Or mine. Um, it's not mine. Fuck mine. No. I'm not having that shit. Is it mine too? Mine is money. And that clearly more mine. <laughs> this, this is all really putting paid to what I plan to do on the way out. Okay. <laughs> Find out after the break of your stories. Alternate universe. This could be a multiverse. Who knows? Anyway, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go take a break, have a bit of food, and we'll be back after this. Thank you very much, folks. Hope you've enjoyed the event so far. Thanks, guys.